Hey, I'm Marcus. And I'm Nick. We are Working Class Nerds. Cue the intro. right we are working class nerds the podcast that gives you no information about your favorite information today is thursday august 11th 2022 and you can find this the real 163 podcast on apple podcast buzzsprout google podcast stitcher spotify and anywhere you can find a podcast in the galaxy far far away and you can now find every single working class nerds episode on the youtubes you can watch me terribly fail at video games even with friends, uh, Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at twitch.tv slash MarcusB814. And you can watch me play games every single Monday night at twitch.tv slash NickVern51. And yes, the both of us are on the Twitter. I am at MarcusB814. And I'm at NickVern. That's N-I-C-K-V-E-R. And in this week's episode, we're talking with Ironworker Gaming. Ironworker is a YouTube content creator who releases not one, but two epic Destiny 2 videos every single week. So welcome to the show, Ironworker, aka Ironwork, uh, aka Ironworker Gaming, aka Ironworker Eight One Four. And what have you been up to? Well, working summer, so I'm playing some golf and trying to get out as nice. many Destiny videos as I can. Very nice. Not always so, easy with that schedule, but yeah, that's a lot. Well, so I don't golf, mm-hmm. but that's like three hours with your buddies, right? Yeah, like yeah. get out of the house. Depends how many beers you have afterwards, you know, might be right. five, six. It... Right. Okay. So like, like people, <laughs> it's a day, basically. you know, it's a day. All right. So, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, with work, what time do you start? 6 a.m. You start at 6 a.m.? Oh, yeah. Is that when you yep. leave your house? I start at 6 a.m. I'm up at 415 out the door by 20 after five. I'm impressed. I... <laughs> okay. What is your normal bedtime? Usually about nine o'clock. Oh, that makes sense. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm dozing off on the couch at least. My yeah, wife yeah, will yeah. wake me up and say, "Hey, upstairs about ten <laughs> ten thirty, you know." <laughs> okay, so the real time you go to bed is about ten thirty. Yeah, we can say that. that that's sense. fair. <laughs> I'm still raging at ten thirty. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but I start at seven thirty in the morning. I don't think, honestly, I don't think I could go back to that schedule. What? Like starting early, early, early. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. My body like shades later anyways. Like a, like my natural bedtime is when my body likes to fall asleep is like midnight. But going to bed earlier than that, I have to like try. I think your body's just used to it. Like, what do you mean? Going to bed, going to bed at midnight. Yeah, I mean, like I'm usually in bed by like 11. But like I'm on my fucking around my phone for, you know, an hour or whatever. Sure. <laughs> no doubt. <Maybe> not, <laughs> yeah. So I have to ask this first and foremost. So you make videos about Destiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite gun in Destiny? Ooh, I'm shooting it off right it's away. It's the interview before the interview. Yes, it's Soros Regime. Oh, it was an original Destiny One vanilla exotic. I got it pretty early on, and it's just kind of been like my gun. When I think of Destiny, Soros Regime is the gun that I think of. Okay, well. Wow. <laughs> 
not, it is. It's not, it's not fantastic right now, but I mean, that's, that's the gun that I associate destiny with. That's a, that's, I feel the same way about the Huckleberry. The Huckleberry is Ooh, my baby. Yeah. 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 That is my, good. that's my baby. Even if it, even if it's not good and I don't use it, it is my baby. I mean, yes. I, I see it popping off all the time with the uh, Osteostriga. Well, I love that gun. <laughs> okay. So I like the Osteostriga because a, it m- murders people. B, it murders people. <laughs> C, it does tick damage. So even though I shoot you and you run around the corner, it's continuing to hurt you. And it has bullet tracking. So my prey and spray method works. Yeah. Yep. That, that's, that's like the, if you were a tailor make a gun for Marcus, it would be that. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Like all I need is like a sniper rifle or, or a scout rifle to have a little bit of tracking and I'm in. That would be OP though. A scout rifle or sniper with tracking. Oh, I'm just like defeats the purpose of those, you know, maybe I'll just download one of those things. Well, um, there, there, there is, there is a scout rifle that can have tracking on it. Which one's that? Symmetry. How do I get it? I believe it is in the exotic weapon kiosk. Huh. <laughs> and it looks like this. Oh yeah. That looks cool. <laughs> it is, is a that? sweet looking weapon. Um, that, that looks like, um, it, you're a shadow keep, I think. So two, two years ago, maybe. That looks like season of the dawn. What yes. what's the um expansion I played? Oh, the Witch Queen? Yes, thank you. It looks like it's straight from what's the Witch Queen's name again? I just get out. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Sabathoon. Sabathoon, thank you. It looks like something from Sabathoon's Throne World, is what I was trying to say. Yeah. It's like very similar Yeah, it's like a hive. Looks like a hive gun. Yeah. Kind of. Well, anywho, after I just completely lost my Destiny 2 nerd card. No, dude, you're not, <laughs> but you're not. You're a story player. Like, you play the story. You play the campaign. You're like, this campaign is fucking fantastic. Yeah. You played it solo for the most part. You enjoyed it, and then you move on. You're not you're not an MMO-style gamer. That's true. You're a story player. So, like, when the new expansion comes out for Destiny, I'm guessing you're going to play it. Yeah. And then you're going to play it, and you're going to go, okay, that was fun. Move on to the next thing. That's Pretty the much. exact same way I was with Destiny 1. I played it. I did all this stuff. And I'm like, now what? My buddy's yeah. like, well, we keep playing the game to get better stuff to do the stuff we did a little bit better. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, that's it? <laughs> yeah. But well, you know, I, I, I fell in love with it eventually. It's just. It's a fun loop. I get yeah. you. I, I, it's just I'm not an MMO guy. That's all. I, to- uh, I totally get that side of it. Yeah, I don't care. You can go first. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So, Marcus, what have you been up to this week? Thanks, Nick, for asking. <laughs> wow. See how I just hung you out to dry? Though? Yeah, you just hung me out to dry. That's fucking great. Thank you so much, Nick. Um, so uh, I forgot I have to ask. I So this past week has been awesome, busy, awesome, and nostalgic. Okay. So years ago, I'm going to go back in the Wayback Machine. When I was playing paintball... Um, that's how long ago it was. Destiny time. one came out. Yeah. And my teammates were hooked on it. They would play paintball oh, yeah. and then they would go home and just play destiny until all hours of the night. Oh yeah. It was, who was a chain? Uh, Kevin and Brian. Oh, okay. Excuse me. So what I was saying is, and I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you got to give it a try. And I'm like, nah, star Wars, the old Republic only. Like right. I couldn't not play that game. Yeah, you're yeah, you couldn't put it down. Yeah, like it was so good at that point. And I so anyway, 
So then time passes on, time passes on, going to the way forward machine. And then I started playing Destiny 2, but I've always wanted to play Destiny 1. So I have an Xbox, and I was like, I wonder if I can play Destiny 1 on the Xbox. Well, sure as shit, you can. And they do a trial where you get like 10 hours free. Okay. Like you can play up to a certain point or play for 10 hours. Yeah. So I said to the kids, hey, kids, you guys want to punch aliens? They're in. <laughs> so, because there's no real blood in Destiny. Yeah, they just like fall over. And if there is, I can't tell really. Yeah. You know, so first of all, going from keyboard and mouse to a controller is terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't know what the hell you're doing at all. It is like, a stark difference. Yes. Yeah. Like, here's where I'm going to infuriate people. Okay. Stop playing with a controller. It is whack. Yeah, I mean, the aiming is <laughs> terrible. Oh, my I mean, God. The movement, like, too. My, well, the movement, I can f- I can flow with the movement because I'm so used to it yeah. from all the years. But, dude, the aiming is terrible. I'm trying to shoot this guy in the head, and my stick is just floating around, and I'm going, oh, my God, even with aim assist, this is terrible. Right. You yeah. just need that little bit to get on target, and you shoot by him by five feet. and yep. yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, for the people who play on – Console, 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 console. Yeah, fuck. You do this every time. <laughs> I can't, I just can't say that word anymore. It's a good thing you don't play like on a console, otherwise you'd just be screwed. I would just talk about Xbox or PlayStation. So if you play on an Xbox or PlayStation, <laughs> hats off to you because I get murdered by you in the Crucible <laughs> in ever in Gambit. But like, it's it's really hard. Yeah, like going back, I should say. Yeah, but so I'm playing vanilla D1. Never done it before right now. Um, it's really it's really different. Couple things that I've noticed right out of the gate. The fact that you don't have unlimited primary ammo is the dumbest thing ever. They should just add that to it. Second secondly, the tower is very different. Yes. From D1 to D2. I feel like they wanted in D1, it feels more like a mall. With like kiosks, guess, yep. you know what I mean? Like, oh, there's the mall cart guy that's sell- buying the gold. There's the mall cart guy <laughs> selling the wallets, and yeah. then the- there's the mall guy selling the calendars. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Here's the pretzel guy. Yeah, yeah. the pretzel guy, right? Yeah. Which, and that's what it feels like there. Betty's or whatever it is, right? In but I, ca- I kind of dig the tower in D1 better because I feel like I don't like. I feel like there's no point for the tower to be as big as it is in Destiny 2. Yes. I understand why they did that for scale to like have the like the ship area be like this big hangar area for scale. I get it. But really, truly, there's no reason why Banshee and Ada can't be next door to it. <laughs> it's like they just got to make it more difficult that you have to quick travel to yeah. place to place. Yeah. Um, But other than that, Oh, the other weird thing is, is if you're a PC gamer, you are not used to the TV being eight feet away from your face. Oh, yeah. No, that's terrible. it's awful. <laughs> okay. And, and you've got like the the <laughs> the smartphone taped to the wall in your basement that I'm sure you were playing on. With the well, kids. it's a 50 inch, but you're right. It's so I'm far like, away. You might I'm as well like, have your phone up there. I'm like <laughs> squinting at it going. Is this just pixelated or is this just terrible? <laughs> right. So I ended up standing up like three feet from it and it was a little bit better. Yeah. But at the same time, like 
unless you have like an 86 like your dad like yeah, i can't imagine playing a first person shooter on that yeah like it would be amazing oh on, on the 86 would be great yeah that's what yeah, i'm that, saying that's like playing on a movie theater that's what i mean <laughs> um that thing, that thing is crazy i know but that's what i mean like unless you're playing on something like that it's not i don't find it to be um enjoyable yeah like yeah. i would need to even if, if i played on a console i would need to have like the screen right here yeah you know what yeah, i mean no, nothing in your peripheral just right <laughs> right so I, I, I feel like maybe you could get away with that with like a slower paced game like i don't know no like i tried to play like breath something. of the wild even mario kart it seems tricky yeah like it's gonna sound like i'm a grumpy grandpa and i'm just bleh about consoles <laughs> yeah but it just feels it doesn't feel natural anymore to be eight feet away from the screen yeah i think that's not that it's bad i just even if i was in front of the 86 at your dad's i still would feel like i'm too far away yeah well you're using different like you know muscles in your eyes to like focus that far away too right it's different but anyway so d1 is really fun i'll be talking about that every week because i'm making it like I'm making it a part of my weekly ritual with the kids to just, even if they play it with me for 10 minutes, but like on my off stream nights and off content creation nights, I've been playing it and it's fun. Now I haven't gotten to the point yet where they have asked me to buy the game and I don't know what I'll do at that point because I actually have an opinion about destiny one. Okay. And so it's 60 bucks gives you all the content and a level 40 boost, which I don't know if level 40 is a max character or not. I don't know what that is in destiny. I think it, it was. Yeah, I believe okay, so. so. So they give you a boost if you buy it for 60 bucks, but I don't know. Okay. So hear me out on this. I don't know if I want to buy it. Like I want to buy it to play it, but I also kind of wish they would just shut the servers off on D one and focus a hundred percent on D two or destiny online. Thanks Gator. Um, because I feel like if they just made one game, it just put all the content on there and you pick what you want to download. So if you want to that download would a terabyte, be fantastic. Of, right? Like if you want a terabyte of, you want to buy a hard drive just for destiny, what do <laughs> they care? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I understand they would have to do individual patches for individual things, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like destiny one is just taking resources away from the current game because they're never going to add content to destiny one. Right. It's never, never being updated again, but to have everything just in like one centralized location would be great. Right. So that's my opinion. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, I finished the solstice event, got my glowy glowy. Everybody who's negative about it. I'm sorry. I love that event. That is the only event in destiny that I've played. And I'm a newer player. This is my second or third time doing the solstice. Yeah. Solstice 2022. Yep. Um, thanks, Jamie. I know I've definitely become the de facto Jamie. Yeah, you definitely have. Uh, uh, no, go back. Just go to images. Like who fucking cares about that? Oh, images. Yeah. That's the Titan. This one. Nice. All glowy, glowy. <laughs> Titans are the best. Anyway, but what I was saying is, Relax. Um, <laughs> so what I was saying is, is people have complained that like that have played the game for a long time. They're like, 
it's a grind for nothing, blah, blah, blah. I like the solstice armor because you can earn the armor that you wear. And the only way you get it to glow is by earning it. Every other awesome armor in the game, you actually have to pay for. Right. Get, get your bright dust, get it from Eververse. Yeah. Right. Well, get it forever, bright dust or even silver. Some of the awesome, the best armor is not bright dust. It's yeah. always for sale. Just open so, your wallet. Yep. Right. And and this armor is beautiful and and you earn it. So when you're running around with it, it's like, hey, that dude grinded for that gear. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like so, that. I respect it. So I personally really like that side of that event. And it gives me a time chance to play with everybody and do some cool shit whatever the whatever the activity is i love it um i'm super excited about the skill-based matchmaking that they announced last week we talked about that on the show yeah but i've been playing a lot more pvp and i'm not a pro at pvp but i'm actually really looking forward to this no i'm not yeah (laughs) the guy who loves osteostriga because it has tracking (laughs) um but what I was going to say is it's it's fun for me. It at, Believe it or not, it's giving me the nostalgia of Call of Duty back in the day. Like how because you can die and then you respawn right away. OK, the pa- like the I pacing, hate it. The pacing yes. is the same. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Where like Battlefield, you die and then you have to wait 10 seconds to spawn and then, right. you, spawn, then, you, then and you walk for 15 like, minutes and <laughs> just to get sniped after you get into the city. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Because if everybody in your squad is dead, you can't spawn in the area. Right. So, it, it or, really, <laughs> or you spawn on the one guy who's like laying behind a, a two foot wall and he's laying down and you spawn in standing up and insta get sniped. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then you get that guy killed and he's pinging you going, you're an asshole. Right. I had him. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so <laughs> it's the truth. So, no doubt. Yeah. But, I will say that I have been enjoying it more and I think it's because of my I'm playing it to play it. I could give a shit win or lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I if I ever get into like a ranked thing and I'm not talking about like Trials of Osiris cuz like Trials I want to do it just for the guns. Like I got the the scout rifle from Trials and I love that gun. I love great, it. Great gun. It is a great gun. Yeah, I love that gun. Yeah. So my point is, it's become like, I, it's something to do, but I'm definitely not good enough to do trials. Those people that play that, they can handle their own. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I'm looking forward to skill-based matchmaking. Matchmaking. Um, so Sunday night? Sunday. 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 Um, free ride and I, <laughs> and, uh, a Lynn, we jumped in. So they, let me back up. I haven't been 1585. 1585 means you can do a grandmaster free rides. Been asking and asking and asking, got to get it up. Got to get it up. Got to get it up. And I just play the game to have fun. So like, I never focus on any of the challenges that need to happen. It's like grind to get to 1585. Right. Yeah. I didn't focus. So then he was like, did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. He goes, what the fuck? Let's go. 
So we played for probably like, I don't know, four hours or something. I don't even know how long we played. Maybe it was Saturday night. I can't remember. Yeah, I was sat- I was in there for a little bit of that. All right. So it's Saturday. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday. And, and it's mega. mega. <laughs> anyway, so they all so I grinded. Job. I grinded and grinded, but we did it. And then we finished it. And he's like, I was like, wow, I made it to 1585. He's like, we're doing a GM right now. I was like, right now? It's like 1145. He goes, I didn't just fucking grind with you <laughs> for <laughs> hours to, to not yeah. do a GM. So I did my first grandmaster. And what was it? Uh, Insight Terminus last week? I don't know. It was on uh, Nessus. Nessus. Yep. 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 So it was fun. I learned that you have to be patient. Yep. And it's all about the high ground. Okay. That's it. Oh, not, not Insight Terminus. I know which one you're talking about, though. Was It It uh, has, like, the drill. Yep, yep, yep. Did your former like, master um, destroy your limbs because they had the high ground? Ha. Huh. Um, so it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot about just the strike in general. Okay. And, like, little things that you can do that, like, they're not cheats, but they're, like, I'll give an example. So you can stand on like when you go down to where like the drill area is and there's all these dogs, you just stand on these yellow, like I call them like barricades. You stand on top. The dogs can't attack you. They don't respond. You wait for the thing to come over to shoot you out of there. As soon as that comes, you run and jump on it and you're out and you don't have to worry about dying from dogs. Okay. Nice. Right. So that was, that was Saturday night. I did. That was awesome. Sunday, Ven and Carmen, uh, you guys all know Ven and Carmen's part of the day one team. They uh, they took me back in there and we farmed it. Okay. I never understood <laughs> why anybody would ever want to do Grandmasters because it's fucking hard. Yeah. Like yeah. there's certain ones like Light Light Blade or Light Fall. No, Light Blade. Light Blade, yeah. Yeah. I will never do that yeah. on Grandmaster. There's Stupid zero tough. chance. <laughs> yeah, and if I do, I'm going to stand at the entrance and just walk forward and backward to keep the server thinking I'm in the game. The other two <laughs> are going to do it. I am not doing that Grandmaster. But anyway, <laughs> so what I was saying is, now that I've done it, I understand why people do it. You get so much rewards from that. Really? Like, Oh, yeah. Dude, when it was like... It was like you hit the jackpot at a casino. Bing, 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 and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" And they're like, "Welcome to GMs." And my inventory was full, and I was like, "Whoa, wow, yes." And I was like, "Okay, now I understand why people do it because you actually get rewarded." Yeah, from the content. Well, that's that's good. That's like how it should be. I agree, but I never witnessed it, and now it's like. Now I've had a taste of it. Oh, oh you got you got the itch. Yeah. But <laughs> but again, I'm gonna go back to my yes, I'm hooked. But here's the other side of that. Okay. But I am a community first streamer. Yeah. So not like everybody can do it. Not everybody can do it. And I just want to have fun. Yeah. And doing Grandmasters reminds me a lot of nightmare rating and I was just gonna say. So like I am like Clydesdale with the fucking blinders on the side of my face, not looking at chat, not looking at anything. Just hyper focused and tense. Yeah. Like your shoulders are a little sore after doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. G- anyway. GMs are kind of like playing chess, you know? The rest yeah. of Destiny's checkers. GMs, you know, 
you really have to pay attention, watch your positioning and right. It's a, it's a different monster. Yeah. So then my final thing is, so as you guys know, Wednesday nights have become like dude night. Yes. So it's myself, Nick and his dad. We get together every Wednesday, a couple hey, of weeks ago. My dad, who's your uncle? Well, right. <laughs> my uncle, his dad, whatever. Yeah. But my point is, dude, night was postponed the week before because uh, Nick's surgery. dad is a—he's got a lot of sand down under, in, so he had to get his, his back cleaned out because he's a—he's a pussy. Crevices. <laughs> so anyway, my point is, <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? You—you you like censored yourself to say down under, and then called him a pussy. <laughs> Like you, you couldn't no, decide where to say that. <laughs> no, I didn't know how to explain it, and it came out messed up. We'll yeah. take it out. We'll do it in post. Anyways, so we didn't get together. I'm leaving so, it in. Yeah, no, of course we're leaving it in. We, we don't edit shit. I know. <laughs> so anyway, my long story short is my wife knows it's dude night, and I get home from work about 5.15. Wait, did we tell the... the, the Wait, I'll, I'll get story? to it. I'm going to get to it. Okay. And she says, hey, great news. What's that? I got movie tickets for tonight. And I was like, uh, cool. And I was like, so when, what time are you guys leaving? She goes, oh, I got four. Oh, what are we going to see? Super pets. I was like, okay. <laughs> Looks like a sweet movie. Kevin Hart, The Rock. It's going to be funny. No, dude, it was fucking hilarious, okay? That's not what Angry I, Joe said, but okay. Well, Angry Joe is a <laughs> dude with no kids. Like, that dude is just angry all the time. I enjoyed it. There was some stupid bullshit in it, but it was still a whole, like, it was still a good movie, and I had fun. But okay. anyway, I digress on the quality of the movie, okay? My wife did it out of spite. I think so, too. So if you like, guys read, like, go to really? the, she, she told you that no, well, you can confirm this or you just have no, a feeling. It's a hypothesis. Uh, so, so we're well, dating back about, about a month. Yeah. Yeah. It was before we went on vacation. So maybe a month and a half. Yeah. The kids, she, I worked all day. I was exhausted and I walked through the door. I think it was like seven or something. Yeah. So she, yeah, it was like pretty late. No, it was it was a normal time. I think it was like five thirty, but it was hot. I was tired. She didn't work that day, and I get home, and she calls and says, "Can you pick up dog food?" Yeah, you're like in the driveway. I'm in the driveway, and I was like, "What? You were home today. Why didn't you go with the kids?" Ah, I got the gurgle. So, so I go to the. I'm like, fuck. All right, fine. I didn't even get to go in the house. I just went. And I could have gone right after work, but she waited until I was home because she said my daughter wanted to go, but my daughter really didn't want to go. So now I'm like extra irritated. So I walk through the pet store door and what's in the big, big display case right in the front. 10 gallon fish tank on sale. 60, 59 99. I can't remember how much it was. I'm like, huh? My fucking <laughs> wife hates fish. I love fish. <laughs> You see where this is going. <laughs> so I I was in my irritated state. My kids always wanted fish. So I show up with a fish tank. She's instantly mad. She's like, you're doing this out of spite. And I was like, no, the kids really want fish. And I do. She goes, I'm not fucking taking care of that fish tank. 
And I'm like, no, you're not. Okay. So uh, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It was so, on sale. It was on sale. That's what I said. Those are my exact words. I got a deal was the word. Okay? Uh, so I got the fish tank, blah, blah, blah. I, I fed the fish for about a week and I'm just like, you got it. <laughs> going to work and you can say it's an ultimate and dick move it's not intentional okay uh, i'm no it's not intentional it's like, that i don't feed the fish i'm just terrible at that stuff i'm yeah. good at a lot of things yeah i'm terrible at that stuff like i'm the type of guy i love my dogs but like my wife likes to feed my dogs every single day at 4 30 4 35 the latest every single day so by like 350 my dogs are like hyperventilating because they know it's dinner time you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. where me it's like what's the difference if they eat at 4 30 or 5 15 yeah there is none you right. know what i mean but my wife is a creature of habit and i respect that yeah so i think she knew it was dude night got the tickets and then presented them like and last presented minute them. on purpose. And I was like, okay. And I was like, all right. Well, I still would have been to there. I would have been 10 minutes late to the normal dude night time. No, you would have been like a half hour late. Okay. Half an hour late. But 45, grub- which would mean no. 45 minutes. No, I would have been there at 835. You would have been there at 915. No. Anyways, does not matter. Okay. <laughs> Zero matter. I'll review but, the math after this. But. All right. So long story <laughs> short is... I didn't get to go to dude night and I was pretty PO'd about it. Not really because I got to spend time with my kids. And if you have little kids, you know, going to the movies is fucking amazing with the little kids. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cause it's big. It's loud. It's everything. It's like, no doubt. Know, no a, a, a doubt. Spectacle. But I will say, I don't think I'll ever go to the movies with my kids at this age again at six 30 at night. Cause my daughter was so exhausted. She's like, dad, I'm just tired. I want to go sleep. And I'm like, all right, you're not enjoying it. We got to do this as a daytime. There's a reason why kids go to the matinees. Yeah, the matinee is the move. Yes, because it's cheap. No doubt. All right. My, I've <laughs> yeah. been ranting for there's, a while. There's nobody there. <laughs> I have to move on here. But can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four tickets, two adults, two kids, 50 bucks. Yep. Guess how much I spent on snacks? <laughs> Another 50 About bucks. 50 bucks? <laughs> 68 fucking no. dollars. $68. <laughs> when she told me, well, it's because... My wife wanted a candy. The kids wanted to eat their own candy. Of course. I got my popcorn. I'm not giving that up. I got my water. Uh, Carrie got her soda. And then the kids wanted something called an icy, which I didn't really know what that it's like was. like a slushy or yeah. slush puppy. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. But 68 fucking dollars. I said, never again. We're going to CVS. You load up your purse. <laughs> right. <laughs> like. Yeah. You get the candy, I'll buy the popcorn. We're yeah, you done. can get water and stuff, too. Just bring a big purse. Put it all in the purse. No. And then you get the, the only thing you got to buy is the popcorn. I like the I like the how they have like the extra large size bottles of water at the movie theater you now. You get those at the at CVS or the gas station, But then if too. it's not like what I like about the movie theater bottled water is it's ice cold when you get it. So like it's not like defrosted sitting in my wife's purse because my wife brings like blankets for the kids and shit. It, it Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> is it the movies or are you guys going camping it's not holiday. i guess i you know what I'm, I'm throwing stones out of a glass house because i wear a hoodie to the movie theater no matter how, how hot it is outside because it's chilly in there all the time dude you're so, uh, i got nothing 
Well, <laughs> I'm done. Um, so, Nick, what have you been up to this week? Well, Marcus, I didn't even get asking. to ask you. I was about to. I was drinking water. I know. I was trying to make you look bad. So, uh, in The Witcher 3 on stream this week, I finally got the Cat School Witcher gear, which is sweet. Cat scratch fever. Yeah. So, which is like, Meow. it's hard to get. You have to. Meow. So <laughs> it's hard to get because you have to find you can't just like get it. Uh, you got to find the, the, all the diagrams on how to craft it. And then once you find all the diagrams, which is a whole thing in like four different locations, then you got to find somebody who can make it because it's like extra nice armor. And then you get it. And it's only the level 17 version. It's the beginner version. Then you can make the enhanced version, which is like level 20 something. And then the superior version, which is like upper 20s. And then like the grandmaster version or something, which is like in the 30s. So so I got like st- phase one. It sounds like you're going after, was it the xenophage or the lament? <laughs> uh, I can't remember which one. One of those guns, it was like mission after mission after mission to be able to get the gun oh, it- or the sword. Was it the lament or was it the xenophage? They, they were both kind of extended quest lines. All right. So Xenophage maybe. was the one on the moon where you had to solve the puzzles after the lost sectors. Yes. Lament was all stuff on Europa. Which one did you have to do presage for? That was oh. It wasn't that Lament. Was just... Or no, it wasn't it wasn't Xenophage. Xenophage was out before that. I can't remember. Presage maybe was I'm... Dead Man's Tale. Yeah, but there was I don't know. I love that quest. But anyways, Nick, <laughs> I understand what it's like to have to grind for armor. <laughs> yeah. So my question to you is now, can you, so if you're level 17 right now and you're using the baby, baby legendary armor, right? Yeah. Yep. Do you have to wear the level 17 all the way till 23 or does it scale? No, it stays at 17, but it's like, but that level difference is pretty good. I think the level, the armor I was wearing before that was like level 13 or something like that. So it's pretty good. But um, a lot of my defense is like, I, I can take like potions and stuff and you can put different runes on it, which give you resistances to certain types of attacks. You can customize the flavor of armor defense against depending on the monsters you're facing. So it's not too bad. Hmm. But then like, but what's cool about this gear is you can find. So I, I said it's the cat school gear. There's also like the wolf school, the bear school. Um, there's <laughs> it's something wait, else too. Wait, wait, wait. So out of all of those, I picked the cat. Why? There's also the Griffin School, which is way cooler. No, 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 wait, no, no! Don't glaze over the cat. <laughs> but what made you pick the cat? So the no, the cat is Does it have cat ears. No, no, no! It's it's just like blue. Actually, I think the 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 master one has uh, a hood, but that's about it. But no, it's the light armor. So it's light armor, and it it gives you all kinds of boosts to fast attacks, like with your sword, and like uh, increases your critical hit chances. So it's it's the attack style is like a bunch of fast sword attacks. Okay. So like, that's the style I was going for. That's the build. I was, I was like, all right, I don't really know. I'm new to the Witcher. So I don't know. Like some of the other armors are more geared towards like using the magic stuff or using like being super, like the bear armor is heavy armor. And it's like, makes you a tank basically. So you just absorb a lot of armor and makes your defense crazy, crazy, crazy high. How, How deep are you into the Witcher right now? I'm still in Novigrad, so I'm in. Okay. I so, but I'm about to go to Skellig. Are you Skellig. a Witcher nice. guy too? I loved Witcher Three. It's probably, probably probably one of my favorite games I ever played. Yeah, me too. I, I I don't know when I first 
played it. I like wasn't super into the lore. I think I was playing Fallout 4 at the time and was just into that. So I couldn't like put other lore aside. I kept comparing it to things and I couldn't mm-hmm. like let myself get immersed. But now that I've revisited it, I'm like all in. You know? Total. Yeah, I mean it's Go ahead. Oh, I really didn't have a point I was gonna make, just <laughs> Just confirming that, well, that it's, it is so, a great game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think too you were ready for a game to dive into. Yeah. Because you fit, you were hard into um, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's it. You were like in it, right? And you finished it, and then you went through that like lull period of like, oh, I yeah, miss Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm it was trying so to find good. something. Yeah. yeah, like Call of Duty. Oh, I'm gonna try this. You played Destiny Witch Queen. Yeah. And you played a couple games, and then. Like you fell, I think you fell into The Witcher at like the perfect time. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I like a, uh, I don't know why over time I've always found myself diving into a, a single player RPG like that. Well, in general, but particularly in the summer, like I think it's so hot outside. It's nice to like escape the heat and just like play a game, which is completely counterintuitive. You'd think that'd be a winter thing, but you do it <laughs> in the winter too. I know, but like, I, don't know. <laughs> I just associate like, I think it was because like, I don't know. In my head, I associate grinding in Skyrim and fall to Fallout games like after football practice. Okay, I would like I would well, that like, makes have, sense. like so it'd be like I was a you know in high school or whatever. I'd have like the early morning workout or whatever, like super early in the morning, and then it'd be blazing sun outside, and I would just be in the basement playing. That's where the computer was. I set it up on the big screen, and it's like cool because it's extra cool in the basement because the AC in the house makes the basement cool. Well, yeah, I think you're right. I think. Because in our area, and we live in New England, yeah. And um, in our area, I would say the most popular time in our area is fall. Yeah, I feel like in fall everybody is outside. 100%. Everyone's coming. Everyone's coming up to look at the leaves and yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, there's like fall activities. Like people do stuff. I don't know. You you do stuff outside because it's not. It's moderate. It, temperatures mild. Yeah. 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 So it's like, oh, you can go do like yeah, pumpkin during, picking right, and during, apple picking. And yeah. Like, during the day, it gets to like seventies. Like yeah. even at high seventies, and at night it gets to the you know forties, and it's like perfect temperature. Yes, in the evenings it's like and you I'm know, miserable because I know it's <laughs> fucking coming. I know, Ugh. but it's nice. You have football season. You can have tailgates outside. You can still do. I don't know. Fall, you're doing more stuff outside, I guess. But um, in the summer, it's like yeah, you can do beachy things, but like I don't know. It's it's so humid here in the summer that it's I like I don't know. I don't like being outside for a long, long, long. I period fucking of time. love it. Well, I do too. Compared to the winter, I'll take the summer all day. But I love, <laughs> love the fucking summer. Yeah, I like the heat. I just don't like the humidity. I love the heat. I yeah. will say though, okay, doing like siding and windows, it ruined my outside work capabilities. And what I mean by that, is, oh wait, no, let me rephrase: outside homework responsibilities <laughs> okay like, like, like i work like, yeah. like the beginning part of my career i worked outside spring summer fall winter yeah and when you're outside in the beating sun all day long for 10 hours yeah you get home the last fucking thing you want to do is mow the lawn right the last thing <laughs> tell so, me about it <laughs> so i don't mow the fucking lawn anymore just I got my fucking it. friends who are landscapers and yeah. they're like, Marcus, how much do you make an hour? And I said, it doesn't matter. They're like, it does. How about this? One hour of your pay a week will go to mowing the lawn. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. 
Wait a minute. So I don't have to start a lawnmower. I don't have to bag my own grass. How far will these guys travel? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And and my wife says she calls me a bougie asshole because of it. But I'm like, Carrie, I don't have that's one less thing I have to worry about. Because if I have to mow the lawn, I'm gonna come home from work and I'm not gonna mow it for a week because I'm exhausted. Then you're gonna complain that it's eight inches tall <laughs> and it looks like a fucking hay field. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hire a guy. It looks like Jumanji. Exactly. No, that's what it looks like down under. Oh, Anyways, oh right. my god. Anyway, yeah. So moving on. I don't uh, even know what we were talking about. Just the Witcher stuff. I just want to couple, make a couple points. Um, it's crazy because like you're saying, where where am I? I feel like there's so much story still. I feel I like I haven't found Siri yet. I still got to go to Skellige, which is like a whole nother map. It's a big island. Um, I have not even touched yet. I think the the area I'm in is probably the biggest map. I haven't I haven't actually looked it up, but I'm yeah, assuming it's yeah. the biggest section because yep. it's enormous. But um, but still, I feel like I'm like halfway through the story because the level cap for, or like the recommended starting level for the blood and wine expansion which is after the main story is 34 for all those quests and i'm at mm-hmm. 17 so I'm, I'm like not even halfway in the level like like progression but are you doing the typical nick thing where you're doing all of the side quests i'm doing all most almost all the side quests so yeah. you're already over leveling yourself a little bit yeah but not crazy amounts like the i think the level's the quests for this area are like, I don't know, in the high, you know, 15, 16, like around there. I'm level 17 now, but I'm not that much over leveled, you know, well, that, that's the thing about the Witcher, like with Skyrim, like when you weren't doing like the main quest, you could kind of feel it. Yeah, but for you were me with the Witcher, okay. like I'd go off on like a side quest and think it was the main quest. Yeah. And eight hours later, I'd be like, oh, that was a side quest. Like, exactly oh, okay <laughs> all the all that's what's crazy I'm, i keep finding like i would go to do like i come home for work for lunch because i uh i have like a eight minute eight to ten minute commute so i'll come home and like oh let me just start a quest and like i'll get through like one objective and, you know what i mean and like these quests are there's almost there's very few that are like go here kill this thing come back like right. even the even the the witcher contracts that are supposed to be pretty much that go there track the monster kill it come back like a lot of those are really involved too most of these quests are like completely fully flushed out oh wait but it wasn't the monster you thought it was it was it was actually (laughs) this other monster because little jimmy like fell down a well and now he's a ghost it's like what But wait, little Jimmy <laughs> actually stabbed his sister. Yep. <laughs> so it's a double ghost combo that's a different thing. Like, I don't know. It's always got a crazy twist. So the what I'm hearing is uh, now I can understand because I've never I've never had like an opportunity to see this. Yeah. But now I'm starting to understand that um how do I say it? Now I'm starting to understand that the witcher why people were so upset with like cyberpunk yeah because how big the witcher was right because the witcher one was huge witcher two was huge and witcher three was huge yeah and obviously one and two weren't as big but i think like technical limitation limitations for it yeah and sure. like they fleshed out the combat is now like pretty way better than the first two games it's right like different style yeah yeah stuff, so but what i'm the point i'm trying to make is then you have cyberpunk and it's like, what is this? It, yeah. it just, it fell short of expectations that were so elevated. Uh, I just, Witcher three. 
Yeah. I think the concept of cyberpunk is amazing. I think what they were trying to, I think they were trying to be like the crisis of 2001 where like it was going to become the benchmark video game, like GPU test to see how good it could be. Cause that game is beautiful. I just think it fell short because they couldn't with the graphical capabilities of 2020. I don't think they could do everything that they wanted to do. And so many resources went to graphics and not the story. Yeah. The, I mean, the time frame that the developers were given, like the, the one guy was saying he was like shocked when they announced at E3, when the game was going to release, he was like, Oh, I, I thought this was going to release three years from now. And they're like right. next November or something like that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, Oh boy. <laughs> that's crazy but nick oh. that's why i'm i know you love the witcher because when you come home from work and i talk to you and you're like oh, i'm just doing a side quest yeah and before <laughs> i go back to work while i eat my sandwich that's right. how i know you're hook lined and sinker right. yeah. <laughs> and you're not and you're not even halfway done it's crazy i cannot believe the amount of content and like for reference in the first area uh i forgot what it's called Vizima, Vizima. Um, I yep. did, it was a lot smaller. I did every single I like I hit every single question mark on the map and everything before I, I w- moved on to um, Velen, where like Novigrad is and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like when I got to this one, I'm like, I'm never gonna finish this. There's like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's not. It's like completely. Da- I should pull it up after the show and just show you. But like, it's completely daunting how much extra stuff there is. <laughs> it's yeah, like I mean, I, if, I, if, it, at least eight times the amount of if stuff. If you played the game for like four hours a day, you could spend months in that area. Just that area. <laughs> yep. I, it's crazy. I never under I never realized the, the, the depth of like content there is. But I know you. You will do all the side quests. Oh yeah. Yeah. Before you finish the game. Yeah, actually I, I can't do one of them and I'm pretty pissed about it. Why? Because a character died and I was supposed to get his in this in the story and I was supposed to play him in Gwent first. At the card game and get his card. I'm like, fuck! I didn't get the yep. card. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'll, I'll like revisit the Gwent stuff later. And then it was like, it was like, oh, play, you know, get the unique Gwent cards yep. from like players in this area. I'm like, okay. And that so then, like, reminder is forever sitting in your inventory. Yeah, and then and then like I'll, at the bottom, of it was like a, a red X. Someone <laughs> get card from the, this person who died in the story. Like, fuck! I couldn't yep. get it. <laughs> oh, so you I can't should... ever go back and yep. get it. That's done. Yeah, move, move along. Yeah, or like there's another <laughs> quest was like, I, what was cool too. There's another one who was like, I don't want to give away sports. You know, dude, the spoilers. game is like 12 years old. Okay, I'm whatever. Sure, you can spoil. It. it was like I forgot what it is, but you can give. It's a it's a quest with Triss, and um, it's like uh, you get like basically the quest is like give. I think it's Radovitz hunting the witches, and it's like okay, give this crystal from this Priscilla, a witch he's hunting, to Triss. Or give it to Radovid and like approach Radovid with the information you found about Priscilla. And then like, so I'm going through the story and I gave it to Triss. And then I got an X that said, give the crystal to Yennefer. And I'm like, that was never even an option. But if I like wait and then don't give it to her until I go to Skellige and see Yennefer, that's going to pop up. Yep. <laughs> well, I was like, well, wait a minute. I want to do that. Uh, so I, like, I looked at the save like four, a half hour back or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm going to do that instead. What the hell? Yeah, now I'm curious. Yeah, now I'm curious. I want to see what happens if I give it to Yen instead. And honestly, like I'd rather do stuff with Yennefer. That's the, the playthrough I'm going for, anyways. So, 
Yeah, it's crazy. The content in that game is amazing. Um, speaking of content in that game, Novigrad, I've just I've been there for a long time now. Um, it was wicked cool. It was a little weird going from like rural to, to city environment in that game, but like I'm got I've gotten used to it now. Um, I've explored a lot of it. I understand like where I'm going now. Um, and it's cool that like this game keeps throwing at you like old characters, not old characters, but characters for you've interacted with before. So like you've seen Triss a bunch. I I finally met Dandelion officially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously I talked about Yennefer, but like other play. Oh, um, I forgot La- the uh, another. I met two other witchers already. Um, yeah, it's awesome. But I- I'm just enjoying it a, a-, a lot. I can't. Uh, yeah, it might-, it might be my favorite game ever. It's pretty far up there. Oh. But uh, quick, quick. Well, uh, sidebar here. Yeah. You can't say it's your favorite game until you're done. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's in the running. Like it's it's definitely top three. Yeah. But how it how it finishes is you know I gotta finish it. And, and both of the DLCs are amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> absolutely amazing. Blood and Wine is like eighty or a hundred hours, isn't it, of content? I think I don't know if it's that much, but I I almost found it more enjoyable than the base base game. Wow, just the I, well, just the know, setting is. I've beautiful. heard that. I've heard that from a lot of people, honestly. <laughs> okay, so can we just talk about some DLC? I am a belief. Like, I'll be honest. Yeah. And I'm going to use Mass Effect. Okay. Okay. So Mass Effect 2 came oh, out. That's a good DLC, I think. Right. I never played it because I was done. You know, like, really? Nope. It's, it's story expansion stuff, though. Yeah, I know, but like, I just didn't do it. Okay. Maybe I should go back and do it, but like, I'm I don't know. Sure like, one of them is like, I think it's Mass Effect 2. You meet a Prothean and they come part of your squad. Or whatever they are, the the people I never that made the it. Mass Effect games. Never played it. Yeah, like, and that's the problem. Is like, I really want to play like the Legendary Edition and just play them all in one shot. Yes, but like, you should do that for stream. No, well, that's like a bonus thing. <laughs> nope. I'm just saying. Like, if I play anything else on stream, it's going to be Swotor. All right. Like, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Anyways, but what I'm saying is, is like. After I finish a campaign, whatever it is, I'm like, <sighs> that was so good. Yeah. And I don't want to do the DLC because if the DLC isn't as epic as the story was, I'm like, it'll ruin the game. Like, I'll never play it again. That's fair, I guess. But like, or if like they rushed it, it I don't know. I Anyways. liked all the Skyrim DLC. That was cool. Yeah. But I know what you mean, though, because some of the Fallout 4 DLC is bogus. Like the the machine one was stupid. That's because that game sucks. That game was not great. That no, was... Fallout oh. sucks. Well, Fallout is good. <laughs> Fallout Four was fell short of my expectations. But... I mean, it was it was okay. Yeah, I, I mean, did not it was like a, it was an adequate video game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did not like that they got rid of a lot of the RPG elements. Yeah, especially in the dialogue stuff. But yeah. Um. I, I mean, speaking of that, The Witcher does a great job of like giving you options of, for dialogue for to pick stuff with like limited options. That's a perfect example of how to like have your cake and eat it too, and not make it formulaic. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, and stupid. But anywho, I digress. Uh, in completely other news, soccer season started. <laughs> Let's go, Arsenal Gunners, baby! Yeah, I was gonna you know eat some crow here. Uh, Liverpool tied Fulham in their first match, which is just terrible. It's just a first match. I know. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying it's, that's terrible. It's like, like the preseason of the preseason. They, uh, but I will say, uh, Nunez scored, which is sweet. Their new signing, the, uh, Uruguayan striker, which is pretty epic. Mm-hmm. So 
Although Liverpool tied, uh, I got some sweet fantasy soccer points. <laughs> also, the actual football uh, or American football preseason started this evening, and the Patriots' backups all looked pretty good. Hoyer, the destroyer, uh, was throwing footballs. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> in AIE news, Tuesday nights are cl- community clan night in Destiny 2. Yep. And uh, mandatory fun night in Star Wars The Old Republic. Both games start at 9 p.m. Eastern. They go till about 11 Eastern. So two hours of awesome fun. Come join in, whether you play Destiny or Star Wars The Old Republic. We would love to have you. And if all and if all this sounds fun to you, go to AIE-Guild.org. Get our link for the Discord at the top right-hand corner of the website. Click on that. Get in the Discord and ask for a Guild invite. Whether or not you play Star Wars The Old Republic or Destiny 2 or Guild Wars 2 or World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy 14 or Pokemon <laughs> or The Witcher 3 or any of the other games that we play, we would love to have you. And... One of these days, I just want to talk about Diablo Immortal. Okay. And what a sham that is. Nick, I know you have to pee. I sure do. So we'll (laughs) be right back. Jeez, Nick, hurry up. We're trying to finish this podcast. And we're back. So now we're talking all Ironworker gaming all the time. So, okay. So I gave you a little shout out in the intro. It was like, it's Ironworker, Ironworker gaming, Ironworker 814, because that's how you got like you saw Marcus originally, right? I don't know how we found each other. Yeah, it was some, something it was with the, the Twitch user man. Was the eight one four? Okay, your Twitch username is Ironworker eight one four, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, and obviously it's Marcus B eight one four. So, what does your eight one four mean? That is my area code. Oh. oh, I see. That's Marcus's wedding. Yeah, yeah. I was married in August of two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, your anniversary was Tuesday. Nice. Yeah, and my mother-in-law had the kids. She took my dogs, so my house was empty. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, was it weird? Um, it's the only way to keep it clean <laughs> for a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was it. Okay, so coming home to a quiet house was awesome. Mm-hmm. But my clock and my wife's clocks are two different. So we got home at like 1030 at night. At night. And I'm fuck. That's like prime time, baby. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, are you going on your computer? I'm like, nope. Hanging out with you. Yeah. And it's anniversary. Sure. And she's like, eh. see you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to chill. On the, I'm going to play my game because she she says she's not a gamer. My knows. wife fucking plays so many mobile games. She plays this like Tetris game now and like some Squirtle game and like or Wordle or Wordle. Yeah, Wordle. And she not- plays all these computer games. She was addicted to Candy Crush for a long time. I'll never forget. She says that I have a problem. But she, <laughs> I remember she was playing Candy Crush and she's like, Marcus, uh, do you have your debit card on you? I'm like, <laughs> for what? <laughs> And she's like, I, I got to get more lives for Candy Crush. I'm like, what do you mean by lives? She goes, well, I won't get another life for another eight hours. I'm that's, like, that's wicked fun. what do you mean? She's like, I need more lives. I'm like, suck. you run out of lives? And yeah. She goes, yeah, if you lose. I was like, well, suck less. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I see how it is. You can buy whatever video game you want. And I can't, I can't buy lives. And I'm like, all right, go ahead. Well, then 
Like the credit card statement <laughs> came back the next month. Dollar ninety nine, dollar ninety nine, dollar ninety nine, six ninety nine, and there was one for like thirty nine ninety nine. She goes, Marcus, it was a daily special. You got like two hundred lives for forty dollars. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> you're buying, you're buying lives just so you can play more. I'm like, why are you dying? She goes, it's really hard. And I'm like, you're a gamer. She's like, I'm not a gamer. Gaming, gaming is weird. I don't do it. I'm like, what do you mean? You're doing it right now. Right. Yeah, so then, yeah. So, and she would never let me look at like her screen time on the games. Oh yeah, because I'm like, yeah, you're fucking it's, addicted to it's it. like five hours a day, seven right. hours. Well, a day. whatever. Anyways, moving on. Back at the ranch. Yeah, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Before. Oh, the eight one four Ironworker eight one four. So, okay, so we get your area code is eight one four. So why, why Ironworker? I am a union ironworker by trade. That is what nice. I do. So you build bridges? Well, bridges, like office buildings, skyscrapers, beams, columns. If it's made out of steel in construction, I'm putting it together. All right. That's so cool. I'm going to uh, call out your office real quick. So in the back of your office, there's the 1930s workers sitting on the I-beam. Yes. Yes. New yes. York City. Okay. Yep. A photo of that. So, yeah. so that has been a point of contention. It's one of my favorite pictures of all time. Because it shows like how it was back in the day, right? Like there was no safety, anything. Right. You got right. like skyscrape iron workers in the in the 30s were the highest paid workers there were, but the survival rate was terrible. Well, yeah, because you just yeah, all. <laughs> and honestly, not many did, but a lot of injuries, a lot of yeah. a lot of injuries. Fuck yeah. that. So, <laughs> but my point is. The point of contention is, is there's a lot of people that says that that say that photo is staged. I'm sure it was to a certain extent. I don't think they were all like, hey, let's go sit on that I-beam and eat lunch. Yeah, they, I'm sure they <laughs> posed know? for the photo. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the photo was like, can you guys just like sit on that beam and pretend like you're eating lunch or reading the newspaper? And they're like, yeah, okay. I see. I don't think so. <laughs> I think. If you went back in the day, I don't think it was like it was. We they didn't have phones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember before, like phones. Like you could, there was cell phones, but it wasn't like it is today. Where like the at lunch was the best because you all talk shit and it was just hanging out, smoke cigs, ripping butts, ripping your lunch, whatever <laughs> it was. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, and like I, that, I remember. to me, like if it's staged, it's staged. Like, I don't care. But that right there shows like I'm a tradesman as well. I'm a cabinet maker. And mm-hmm. like that right there shows what like life is like for us. Yeah. And now I don't sit, you know, 40, 40 stories in the air, but I do understand that atmosphere. I will yeah. say, I, I feel like the worker. So like I've worked a bunch of different jobs. I've worked with you obviously yep. doing construction stuff like interior, you know, yeah, carpet, yeah. carpentry type things. Mm-hmm. Then like I worked in the ER for like four years as an ED tech. And then like, I work in an office now for the past few years doing um, clinical research, but the best lunches I think of those three were definitely working with you. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, like not just like because you get to hang out with Marcus, but like you're working like manual laborist type stuff, right? And then like I would have a folding chair in the back of my car, so I take out the folding chair. You sit down, you're like half on your phone, but you're half like talking shit, and like your brain switches modes. You know, you're still with the same people, but like you're in like relaxation mode, and now you get like 
I don't know. It's a totally different vibe. It's way different versus like when I was working in the ER, you, you take your lunch, but like it's so chaotic and crazy. It's like you have to like de-stress. And it's almost sure. like better to, to not talk to anybody, you know, because you're talking to patients the whole time. Right. And you just it's want, like want a little time by yourself. yourself to, yeah, exactly. So it's like it's not like you enjoy the lunch, your, your lunch break, but it's like you almost need the lunch break. It's not like a ooh this like treat I get. It's like, oh, my God, thank God you know <laughs> no and then doubt. like yeah and then now i work in an office it's like i'm not especially this office everything is so spread out that like i don't really talk to a lot of people anyways i'm doing a lot of stuff on the computer and sending emails and then like or like getting stuff in patients charts and then like i just leave for lunch anyway so it's like i'm kind of by myself the whole time anyways which is fine it's not like super lonely but it's just the the fun vibe is not there like it was like when you're doing the manual labor type oh job, for sure you know? yeah 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 i mean you form a bond with the guys you're working with when you're doing you know physical yeah. work no matter how different you are i couldn't be more different than like <laughs> any of the people we worked with you know and but, I like, but still i will say shop life lunches yeah are very different than job site lunches yeah like in the shop it's different like we pull out a folding table and we might chat for a couple minutes, but like, it's not like when you're on site and yeah, like all, on the front steps. Yeah. The front steps and the electricians there, or the plumbers <laughs> there, the landscapers there and everybody gets together and just talk shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm at an Andrew Schultz stand up event, exactly. you know, for 30 minutes. You know <laughs> right. I mean? No doubt. It's awesome. So and you're like, what the fuck are you eating? You had three munchkins and somebody's eating salsa. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'll never forget this dude. I'll call him out. His name is Richard. Okay. This this dude is like, he's a big dude. I mean, like, he's like like a Brock Lesnar type. Like, he's just big. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and he worked with us. And that dude used to show up, and he would bring like three boxes of granola bars, four sandwiches, and he would just crush it all at lunch. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like, but like. But it wasn't shocking because the guy was just so right. big and like, yeah. And like he did like he never he was like semi pro like football player. Yeah. Like just yeah. devoured people. You yeah, know what I mean? And like, him, you know, <laughs> like, you're, you're that big. You need yeah. that many calories. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So like it was just, yeah, some of the in like other guys. And then you see like eating habits, this other foreman, like he would pull out his like every day he would have the same type of yogurt. And the way he ate it is he would take his spoon and just scrape off like he was like just shaving the, the, the yogurt. So it like curl like a wave on the spoon and eat it. Really? And he would eat it like <laughs> the most graceful fucking person on the planet. <laughs> and and you look at it and you watch it and you're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Just eat the yogurt. Right. And then <laughs> there was this other guy who would eat a peanut butter and jelly fucking sandwich every day. Yeah. And every fucking day he would open up the sandwich and whatever chips was in his thing, he would put those chips inside the peanut butter and jelly and fucking <laughs> eat a it. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Every day. It didn't matter. Doritos, Cheetos, salt oh. and pepper, uh, sour cream and onion barbecue. Didn't matter. The chips were going on. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, just makes the sandwich taste better. I I'm mean, like, I could I'm probably not, get behind that with like regular potato chips, maybe, but I'm, yeah. I'm not going to put like Doritos on it, you know? It's- That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, listen, I'm not here to judge anybody about eating, <laughs> but then but then there was this painter. His name was Pedro. This dude, he was like 60. He was the most chill dude on the planet, and he had the best marital advice ever. 
yeah. this is before I was married. Yeah. He and I said, "What's the key to being married?" And he looked at me. He goes, "There is no key." And I was like, "So how do you survive it?" He goes, "Hearing aids. Turn them <laughs> off." <laughs> And I was like, wow, this is great. But anyway, that dude ate soup every day. Really? He was the healthiest dude on the fucking planet. At 60, and he ate soup for lunch every day. But my (laughs) my point is it's such a Spanish thing. Right. But when back in the day, there was so much all the time. There were so many people on site and everybody ate different. But when you eat with these people every day, their food habits start to be present, right? Yeah. And then, you know, I always called it the New Year's Eve, the New Year's resolution. All the guys who like, like wives are like, you need to go to the gym or whatever (laughs) for the first week. And we're all like, oh, it's New Year's Eve, New Year's resolution. I shut the fuck up, Marcus. (laughs) Marcus, I'll trade you my grilled chicken for that bag of chips. Right. (laughs) I do like grilled chicken. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyways, (laughs) sorry. That was a complete rant. But anyways, tradesmen. Uh. What made wait, when did you start with YouTube and why did you pick YouTube videos versus streaming or other li- like a live streaming? Okay, well it it started right when COVID started. Okay. Uh our job shut down because of COVID. Good company didn't know how to handle it, know how to handle the regulations that were being implemented and Yeah. I, I always I always loved Destiny, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna start streaming Destiny. Okay. So streaming is where I tried to start until I realized I couldn't talk to myself for four hours. Yeah. You know, I, uh, without no, viewers, no, nobody's like, coming to watch your stream when you first started. No, I, I, I couldn't carry on, you know, yeah. and entertain people when I Thank didn't God. even know they were there. Right. <laughs> I totally get it. Thank God. I have like the pod. We had the podcast set up like first. Mm-hmm. And Marcus was streaming long before I was. So, like, I would just get carryover from the podcast. Like, people that were fans of the podcast would hop in the stream sometimes. So, like, that's how I have folks in the chat. But, like, and now it's a little bit more regular. But Yeah, I remember. I think it was, like, the fourth live stream I ever did. A guy came in and said something. And I just wasn't expecting anyone to be in there. And I completely missed it. Oh, yeah. And I, I saw the comment. And I'm like... Someone just tried to talk to me and I missed them, completely ignored them. I felt <laughs> awful, absolutely <laughs> awful. So I yeah. went and looked him up and he was streaming. So I went into his stream. I'm like, dude, I am very sorry that I didn't respond to you. I didn't see it. I'm not used to people being in the stream. And yeah. he's like, oh, don't worry about it, man. It's, it's super cool. It's looking me up. He was my first Twitch subscriber. I was like, that's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, that's amazing, right? Yeah. Um. You know, Nick, my, my first live stream, Nick was the only one there and he helped yeah. me get through it because it was rough. It's yeah. really <laughs> awkward. It is really to like, especially because like you kind of want to, you don't want to just say, say like be playing a game in silence, especially if the exactly. content's not super like story or like engaging. Right. So, like you want to like be talking and through what you're doing but like if there's nobody there it is really awkward yeah you either better be really good or really entertaining when you first start or else it's gonna be it's gonna be tough when you get going i'm actually gonna disagree with that completely i think when you first start it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like you're just i'm gonna you're just at the bottom of the list and it's gonna take somebody to click on your name 
like you found me with the 814 uh, you know what i mean or something like that yeah you just to click so, on some random person scroll down and click on your exactly yeah and you get the um, jump start so uh, so so fast forward you tried streaming but like video making is not easy well every like all the youtube like or like streaming social media ch- channels were like if you want to start on twitch you should have a youtube channel to supplement it they said okay. start doing some videos on youtube then move your audience over to twitch and just start bouncing it back and forth so yeah. i started making videos on youtube predominantly because i had this one buddy who was terrible in the crucible terrible <laughs> but he wanted to be good so bad so I was like, I'm, I'll make a video kind of talking to him about how he can get better. And then I, I found out I really, really enjoyed making YouTube videos. I was like, yeah, screw streaming. This is fun. Like I'm having fun making YouTube videos. Hell yeah. So that's kind of the, just, I, I traveled in that direction after that. Well, it's it, what's nice too, about a video versus live streaming is I mean, if you want the camera on you, you can have it, but you don't yes. have to. And it's not live. Yeah. When you're so you, when you're streaming, you have to be on the entire yeah. stream. Right. And if you, you fart know? on camera, you're screwed. <laughs> that is hard. That is way harder <laughs> than people think. Yeah. Farting on camera, I just rip ass. If you guys watch me, <laughs> you will see me do the like the lift the, up, the, the lift and lean combo, or, or the jiggle. Like I'm the same guy on stream. <laughs> I'm the same guy I am on stream that I am in person. Yeah. Like it does it like you, there's one Marcus, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yes. but I do understand. Um, do you use Da Vinci? I do. I do. Okay. Nice. I just uh, learned all this from my video editor, which is Greenbot. Okay. Um, he uses that. As yeah, well. I, I actually had zero, zero video editing experience before I started. Like I taught myself everything on the fly, just kind of, developed everything as I went. It was, I mean, I'm a simple minded iron worker. It was tough, Yeah, but <laughs> I can imagine. So oh, go ahead, Marcus. No, I was going to say, uh, just being able like whether you're li- any content creation, podcasting, live streaming, videos. or, or vi- making videos is an art because yeah. podcast number one, terrible oh, 163 <laughs> at least is still terrible but at least we figured out the sound <laughs> yeah like, like we, we, we've <laughs> we polished the turn we're hanging in sure. there now yes, <laughs> yeah, yes we polished the turn i like that um okay so now that you figured out how to make the videos what kind of videos do you specialize in well or like focus well, on when i started playing destiny one there was a channel called planet destiny okay I, they and- have a podcast they still do. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're much smaller than they were, unfortunately, because there's still a lot of great people working for Planet Destiny. But like, they would do like the weapon reviews because everything was brand new. You know, yeah. nobody knew what this gun did or what this armor piece was actually doing for them. And they were the ones that were filling you in on all that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. they had very concise reviews on weapons and exotics. And, and then there was kind of like a lapse for those type of videos. I was like, those are the type of videos I really enjoyed when I started playing. I want to kind of pick that up and carry the torch forward. Yeah. Makes sense. You know, uh, I'm going to, I'll compare it a little bit to us. Hazel and Gator. Uh, they're the hosts of the guardian down podcast. Uh-huh. Um, they're a destiny podcast. Great friends of ours. Yeah. 
Um, they're they're awesome. awesome, awesome people. They do community questions and they gave us the idea for us to end up doing the working class questions. Yeah, because like they get they get 20 something voicemails a week. They get so many questions asked every week. And I was like, oh, my God, we got to do that because it like connects the community to you. So we get yes. Um, What would you say your favorite video game of all time is? That is tough. Because my my video gaming career kind of came in sections. Like okay. I started out Dragon Warrior Four for NES. Dragon. It's Dragon Quest now. They rebranded the series. Okay. But when I was like eight or nine years old, it was like the first JRPG I ever played. Loved okay. It. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Then in my junior high, early high school years, it was Ocarina of Time. I fucking love that game. <laughs> Dragon Warrior 4? Love it. Anyways. Way back Wait, did you say Ocarina of Time? Yep. Great game. <laughs> That's an amazing game. No doubt. No doubt. And then... That fucking game is so good. Nick, you ever want to get me a gift that I will appreciate? <laughs> buy me that game okay. for the NES. You ever see Dragon Warrior 4? Oh, my God. If you could find a copy of that under, like, $300 anymore... I know I'm looking at it and it's like 150, 200 dollars. It's like Jesus, not right. a bad deal, not a bad yeah. deal. If it has all the, the the maps and like the weapon charts that came with it back then, wow! I wish I would have yeah, framed have, those and hung them on my wall. You know, yeah. If you <laughs> if you can find a complete game, like not just the disc, the, or, yeah, just the cartridge yeah. is reasonable, but everything else is is a lot. Yeah, three hundred forty five, four hundred dollars for the complete set, and it's all worn and wrinkled and everything. Yeah. No doubt. Oh, if you find you, if you search for like a graded one, I'm sure it's thousands. Just put graded. I'm curious. They don't even. They don't even have any sealed. They don't even. Yeah. Don't even well, exist this, this anymore. One's, <laughs> this one's opened, but it's clearly yeah, not but that's good quality. It's no, it's good. Yeah, it's that. But like, I'm sure somebody has a brand new one that's sealed. Yeah, it's, it's never gonna, been it, opened. It's graded. It's gonna go to auction in 20 years and sell for two million or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But now in my my adult gaming career, the game that got me back into video games was Battlefield 3. Okay. Battlefield 3 was good. Yeah. That was like the turn of the graphics, too, where like yep. you saw how dope Frostbite was. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Frostbite changed with Battlefield Bad Company 2. But when it went to ba- it Battlefield 3, good. you were like, and you're playing call of duty now with the same engine that they were using in 1999 yeah like yeah i remember actually battlefield battlefield 3 was when i was like yeah we played bad company 2 whatever that call of duty was i think black ops or black ops 2 something like that in Mm -hmm. that rough time frame and then i saw that remember seeing the trailers for battlefield 3 and being like whoa like all of our paintball buddies like we have to play this yeah dude in the the m4 yeah. Yep. Oh my god. It looked perfect. <laughs> it looked perfect in the way it shot. Oh my god. The, the Jets. Yeah. We're we're going down nostalgia train when we're trying to talk. To <laughs> I know. America. Sorry. But I <laughs> no. I, I, I okay. kind of dodged the question there. Favorite video game. I it's no no, but we the, like hearing about the stages Desti- too. It's part of Destiny the question. Destiny two is without a doubt the game I've logged the most hours on and committed okay. the most time to. It's but that doesn't mean it's your favorite. That's right. true. That's true. So I'll get. Uh, I'll just say mine real quick. 
Mass Effect 2 is my favorite game. Like forever I said Castlevania Symphony of the Night. But like whenever I think of my favorite game, that's the first game that pops into my head. Because I remember when that game ended, I was sad. I didn't play games yeah. for weeks because I was so <laughs> sad that that game ended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I probably logged the most hours in Star Wars The Old Republic, and I love the game, but that's not my favorite game. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I were to rate my favorite by just kind of like my heartfelt reaction at the end of it, I would say Witcher 3 when I got the bad ending. Oh, and I didn't I didn't understand why, and I was just like broken for like a day. I was like, the f- what did I do wrong? Like, right. <laughs> why did this happen to me? Rip that guy. I know. <laughs> no doubt. And they, final- that's what, so that is why I keep doing like a new save every time. So now I have like these hundreds of saves. I can pick a spot. Like, All right. <laughs> here's where I went wrong. Yeah. We're going to correct it from here. We're yep. going to do it yeah, right. But, yeah. But rewind. <laughs> yeah. But what if you have to go back like six hours? Six, probably 60. But that's what I'm saying. Like, is it worth yeah. it to go back 60 hours? Why not? If, if you don't have to feel like I felt. Yes. Yeah, if I go, I'm telling you right now. If I go through and I get the bad ending, uh, I am 100 percent going back and and redoing. Wow. Yeah, that maybe not from the start, but Final Fantasy Nine. Final Fantasy Nine got me too. So I you think? I think that was the last one released on PlayStation. Yeah, Ugh. I'm not a I'm not a JRPG guy besides Pokemon back in the day, but I can understand. Yeah, so that kind of so I appreciate kind of- it as like art, but it's not my favorite flavor if that makes sense it's how i learned it's how i was learning to read when i was a kid so oh no kidding <laughs> <Got> a special <laughs> place <laughs> yep. yeah I, um, I think i was four when the original dragon warrior came out wow and i started playing it my mom's like you can understand the words on the screen i was like yeah kind of oh, <laughs> yeah. that's cool because <laughs> it was all text-based back then you know was yeah it? yeah of course <laughs> Um, coming across the <laughs> yep, screen yep yep gnashing a to have it like load faster yeah i don't want to read this <laughs> yeah uh, like dra- i love dragon F- warrior 4 i loved chrono trigger final fantasy 7 is probably my favorite jrpg of all time okay fantastic game I right think that's a p- popular opinion well right? playstation one but like yeah. well it's because me and rick g played it for like 90 hours straight <laughs> <laughs> like but my point is just pizza yeah, and i think i think this you're kind of answering it, but it, it's kind of a good question to ask. Would you consider yourself a PC gamer or a console gamer? Console? Yeah, I said it right. Yeah. Uh, now PC. But, well, uh, shit, you know, it, it kind of bounced back and forth because I remember playing Quake when oh, I yeah. was like in ninth grade, dialing up the Game Spy on like my 56 hate connection and playing <laughs> Quake in like 16 versus 16 lobbies and... <laughs> And I'm absolutely loving it. And then I shelved it and went back to console for a while. And yeah, Quake. So, Quake. So, that was one of the PC original. gamer now for sure. But yeah. yeah, of course. What console do you own? I own PlayStation 4 and a nice. Nintendo Wii that's been packed up for a little while that we break out every now and again. Yeah. I have a uh, Switch, a PS4, and a PC, obviously. I'll, I'll, I will be getting a PS5, though. Yeah. You can get them for MSRP sometimes now. Really? All you have to, yeah, <laughs> the best way to do it, believe it or not, is go to GameSpot, GameStop, Amazon, and there's one other one. Maybe it's Target where you just fill out the, the request for an invitation, 
and they'll no, not they'll, even. So they, I've seen people posting on Reddit and stuff that they've been like walking in this tour and there's eight on the shelf. How long have they been out now? Year and a half. Yeah. A while, and they're yeah. now like finally coming into like regular stock at, in no. some stores. Sometimes. Nope. <laughs> well, that's what I saw. I've never seen one in a store except <laughs> except like Black Friday. No shit. Yeah. Well, I've seen them. <laughs> that's what I was saying. Is people saw them actually in stock in a store they were locked in the case but they're like oh my god there's four right there i just you can like i can just flag an associate and pick up pick one up that, that's in that I which mean, is unheard of but. i get yeah, it because it, there's a chip shortage but like just to think back like 10 15 years ago to be like you can't buy this console that you want it's like what yeah <laughs> so no, the guy at, really the guy at the the manager at the local GameStop said to me that it's not a chip shortage PlayStation is taking the the reins of um, Nintendo and s- spiking it to a thousand. There's not a shortage. They're keeping the demand ridiculously high. They're withholding. Well, to yeah. keep it ridiculously high so that they it stretches the life of the console out. Where Xbox Series X's are everywhere. And as soon as War- World of Warcraft is on Xbox, good night, PlayStation. Yeah, I don't think it'll kill it. I, very soon. The it's PlayStation gonna... exclusives keep it alive. For now, dude. God of War, Heart of the Horizon series, Spider-Man. Dude, when, when you get some of the biggest titles that are going to be exclusive to Xbox and PC, and that's where Sony, I think, is losing. If they release their games on PC day one, just like they do, uh, on the console, yeah, they would be fine, but they they don't because they need to sell the systems, right? Yeah, but yeah. anyway, um, so what? So speaking of favorites here, since we went through games, what do you think your favorite video that you've ever made is? Favorite video? My my best performing video was one about a heavy machine gun buff. Like a year and a maybe well a year ago, and I okay. I never thought people were gonna take to it. I was just kind of like throwing it out there as like a, uh, yeah, machine guns got buffed by twenty percent, and this is the damage they're doing, and like people just like flock to it. And they're like, "You're the only one who's covered this." And I was like, "Really?" So it made me a lot of views and some money, and a, like I guess I'm very appreciative for that video, but. I, I made a video with Vex Mythoclass maybe two weeks ago. I called it Stacked. But that, that was the most fun I ever had making a video. I We're cutting that part out because that gun is not allowed to be mentioned on this podcast. Oh, my God. <sighs> 38 don't, runs, and I still don't have one. Don't worry. Like, 80 more, you'll get it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, I like, mean not like, everyone's gonna get it on their first run. Or your or your 38th, <laughs> like Marcus. Did you end up getting it finally? No. no. Okay, you're on your it... 38th to be continued. Yes. <laughs> yeah, fuck that gun. You know what bothered me the most is we farmed it an entire night. It was all on stream. Six people in a raid, three people don't have it, three people have it. The three people who have it all got it again. Wow. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's, I feel that's, for you. I feel for that's you. What you call a kick in the pecker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. But, you know, 
I guess, you know, making videos is not easy, right? At all. Um, How long is your editing time like? Start to finish for me to produce one of like my full length weapon reviews about 20 hours. Whoa. Wow. Okay. That is a lot. Yeah, it's it's a lot to squeeze in with. A nice I, I can't say I'm the most efficient editor in the world, but I mean, I I do my best. And yeah, probably probably 20 hours of work time. Damn. But that's OK. So I'm just so if you're doing two of those a week, I'm just saying that's a whole that's, that's 40 time. hours. There's no time for you to stream. No, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. So it's like that. It's that balance. And what's nice, too, is, is you're not you're just sitting in your you could be wearing no pants like you're flying an X-Wing. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And and nobody would know because you're just producing the best quality video. (laughs) Um, But this is a two parter for me. What drew you to Destiny 2 videos and or did you ever make any other type of videos? Uh, about a different game. I n- never made any other type of videos. Like I started with Destiny 2 and a lot of like the YouTube, you know, help creators that I would turn to basically said it's channel suicide to start another video early or start another uh branch into another game early on. It's just like Yeah. I love Destiny 2. I have no reason to look elsewhere to start other videos. So I'm just makes sense. I I just figured I'd stick with that for now. Have you ever done a gun review on the Osteostriga? Yes. Yes, I have. What about the Huckleberry? Yep. It was only a PvP review with the Huckleberry. Ooh, sounds like... (laughs) I will give you the video footage of the PvE because that thing (laughs) murders. You just hold the trigger down when there's a big group of people and you never run out of bullets. It's like the ultimate prey and spray gun because it auto reloads every kill. Oh, really? Yeah. Auto reloads. And that's awesome. You don't even need to aim because Huckleberry has rampage on it. And every other weapon with rampage got knocked down to the 10, 20, 30% damage increase. Huckleberry still has the 20, 40, 60. Oh, yeah. You're doing 60% more damage. For killing three red bar enemies. <laughs> it's and good. it doesn't it's run out good. of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Zero ammo. Wow. It's the best. It, <laughs> it, 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 people say it's amazing in PvP. I'm not a P I wouldn't that's not my PvP gun. In PvE, that shit is amazing. Especially in like a dungeon or um dungeon raid uh whatever strike strike where there's a lot of enemies it just murders everything yeah because you get you auto reload per kill and then you get more damage per kill too the the best part about it was a year ago primary weapons did not have infinite ammo so and 750 smgs had very bad ammo reserves so you'd run out of bullets just holding the trigger down right you'd be killing everything in sight and you'd be like i got no bullets left but now it's just like you go on a spree till all the enemies are dead. A lot of, <laughs> lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, that gun is so good. <sighs> <laughs> the only I would say the only thing I wish that you could do with an exotic is change the colors yourself. Like Space Barbie, the, the guns yourself or the exotic pieces of armor, like change the appearance shade of them. them. Yeah. 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 All right. So our next question we ask to every single guest, 
we have two questions that are mandatory. Uh, actually, I want to change the order. So, uh, there's only one wrong answer. Okay. Every other answer is completely fine. We're just curious. It, does, right. say a lot right. Of, right. it does say a lot about you. So, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh. Yes. <laughs> that's a great answer. <laughs> Cookies and cream. Okay, fair enough. Oh, that's fine. Yes, it's not, it's not vanilla. It's not the most exciting, but it's classic, solid flavor. Oh, that's one of the <laughs> cookies and cream. Is one of the uh, cookies and cream and cookie dough are the two most popular. My favorite yeah. is vanilla. Like yeah. fuck, I don't Mine's mind vanilla ice cream. I mean, yeah, I've never had a bad vanilla ice cream. You know, that's true. Uh, <laughs> if it's I'm, freezer I'm, burnt, I'm not well, a big okay. fan. Listen, listen. I'm not, well. If I'm being picky. I'm not a big fan of vanilla bean ice cream. Okay. I like golden vanilla, like classic <laughs> yeah. 1935 vanilla ice cream. You know what yeah. I mean? Going into like, not vanilla bean. Yeah. Like classic. Like I've okay. had chocolate. I'm like, yeah, it's, that's maybe a little much, you know, a little, little heavy on it. Yeah. Okay. Like chocolate with chocolate syrup and chocolate chunks. It's like, mm, yeah, you're, you're going to want to, but vanilla, like, a vanilla is just okay. And I'm always yeah. okay with vanilla. I'm with you. Um, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Chewbacca. All right. Great answer. Isn't there, <laughs> I think that's the first time we've gotten Chewbacca. No. Someone else. Kymeri. <laughs> oh, Kymeri said Wake up. Oh, wait a minute. No, Kymeri said Ahsoka. No, he said Chewbacca. All right. All right. Well, I, think, I, think, um, I think both were mentioned. Fair enough, in my defense. If you could make any video that you haven't made, but you don't know how to like structure it about Destiny, what would it be? Ooh. That I don't know how to structure. Can I get back to you on that one? <laughs> sure. Like, sure. I... I I don't even have like a witty funny answer for that one. Because I feel like wait, for wait, me, lead me along a little bit. Okay, so like for me, like I would love to be able to stream. Like my stream dream would be to do a day one clear of a raid. Right? Okay. Like I would love it. Like I'm not good enough to do it, but like or even like be a part of like that moment. You know what I mean? Or like for you, is there like a piece of content that you haven't done that you always wanted to do, but every time you go to do it, something else comes up because it's like back burner type stuff, but it's a video you really want to make. Maybe I did I say it better I, that time? I, I think it's the second okay, time. I, did. I have an answer. I'd like okay. to make a pure comical video. Like, okay. I have some comical elements in my video videos, but like, I would just like to make like a good hearted, fun, nothing close to serious type video one day. And I don't That's know funny. how to do it. I do. How about <laughs> it's, this? It's like, I start you with, take, the f- <laughs> you take the footage of me playing PVP <laughs> and you talk about how not to play PVP and use a lot of rip that guy. <laughs> comedy. <like> Insert comedy. <laughs> it's like I'll start a video and try to be like really funny in the intro and it'd be like, 
hold on, let me talk about damage numbers and percentages for five minutes, then we'll get back to comedy. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, so, what are your goals for the YouTube channel? Well, I'd like to get 100,000 subscribers, silver play button, within my lifetime. What's a silver play button? 100,000 subscribers. You get a little plaque from YouTube. If I can get that before I'm dead, I think that'd be super cool. I mean, you're already it, almost a third <laughs> of the way there. And if I can help people and entertain people, I mean, that that's really the biggest thing. Absolutely. <laughs> I never even knew that was a thing. Yeah, you get... What is gold? A uh, million? Million. Yep. Yeah. And they make a platinum one, too. For, I don't know how, what that amount is, but... And the, I think there's a ruby one, too, for like a billion. Wow. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> or 500 million or something like that. It's, yeah. Yeah. Would it like three people have that? <laughs> I think 140 people subscribe to my channel. <laughs> yeah. Right. Long way to go. <laughs> yes. Add now, a couple zeros. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think as long your co- your content is wholesome, it's informational. So people love it and nobody else does it. You know, if you like for me, I know. Okay. I'll give an example for me. What I've liked about your videos that I've seen, and I've only been around your channel for a month or so is that I don't know what God rolls are. Everybody they, tells they don't me exist. to go. To, they don't well, exist. <laughs> well, they do. Um, my secession sniper rifle is a God roll. That thing murders. But again, I go to light GG and they're like, Oh, this is an S tier, which is the God roll supposedly. But then I use it and like another version of it that I have, Works I actually better. like better. So like, it's hard. So my vault has 30 guns of the same thing. Cause I have no idea what to delete. But the other thing is, is I'm never going to use the gun, but I never delete it. I I've always said the God roll is the role that works best for you. But I don't and, know. and your situation, whether you're taking the PVE, PVP, what feels good. I, 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 it's a term I rarely ever use in my videos. I hate uh, the word God roll because I feel like it's going to vary from person to person. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Um, all right. So what is your favorite YouTube moment that you've had? Or moment in your content creation? Um, and it could be, it could be anything, anything, a piece your favorite weapon. I I think favorite video, probably the the first video I ever released because it was just, I mean, there was no real motivation behind it than to help my one buddy who was bad at PVP. (laughs) You know, I mean, that, that was... (laughs) I just want to make this video to kind of give this guy a reminder of what he should be doing when, you know, he, he just went oh and 20 in the crucible match. Damn. <laughs> okay. So because I didn't get the answer I expected, what did it feel like for you when you finally got notified that you can be monetized on YouTube? It was it was exciting. It was it was very exciting because I hit my I hit my subscriber ten or one thousand subscribers, and then it was a month later, and I was at work when I got the email that 
you know, you, you've hit your 4,000 watch time hours. And I was like, I, I told my buddies at work, I'm like, Hey, I'm monetized on YouTube. And they're like, whatever. Okay. What's, <laughs> what's, what's YouTube? Yeah. Right. I'm like, I hate what do you, you mean guys. make videos? <laughs> now, what do you mean make videos on YouTube? We, yeah, they. You try to tell people you do something like that, they just don't. Yeah, get then, it. then I came home and my wife and kid were all excited. So I'm like, all right, some somebody supports what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, there's the validation. Yeah. Right. Okay, everybody, you ready? It's time for working class questions. Let's jump right into it. I'll go like a like a music cue or something. That means that's one more thing we have to edit into the box. <laughs> Never mind. It's going to be me saying working class questions. So first things first, uh, Marcus, you want to go first? I do want to go first. Okay. okay. Atrax asks, what historical disaster do you think would be the most traumatic to be a survivor of? Example, Pompeii, Titanic, hurricanes, earthquakes, exploding oil rigs, etc." Hmm. I mean, I have an answer, but I don't want to go first. I'll go first. All, All right. right. Let's uh, hear it. The The dropping of the nuclear bomb. Ooh, like, that would be terrible. On Nash, it's, it's a historical disaster. I mean, that would be terrible. I mean, because even if you survived it. I well, mean, the radiation. I feel yeah. like it'd be way better to just get melted right away than <laughs> no to get doubt. the radiation poisoning and die over like a month. Just, just yeah. Ugh. Um. Mine would be good the call. I like yours better than mine now. <laughs> mine would be the Civil War. Okay. Because there was two types of people. The country was divided. They were fighting over everything. And to come out of that, you have to feel like you just got the big W. Whether whatever side you were on, like the fighting stops. And I feel like the the tension in our country right now across the board and I'm not even talking politi- political stuff I'm just saying in general like people are just we were just tense. we're tense like two years of covid like everybody <laughs> is just on fucking edge yeah so for me my historical disaster I'd like to survive through and see what comes after would be the civil war yeah I feel like it'd be similar tension yeah to now yeah exactly um I was gonna say Pompeii and I was gonna take it literally because like if you survive that pyroclastic flow and everything's in ash and you just inhaled ash and you some, somehow like made it out of there, like everybody around you is dead and everything you know and own is burnt. Yeah, your whole world is gone. Your whole <laughs> world is erased and you're probably very hurt and like charred a little bit too. And now somehow you survive. That sounds awful. So that's what I was going to say. It was Pompeii, but um, that's interesting. Well, uh, Emery says some more wholesome questions. And they're broken down per person, but I think we can all kind of answer. We're each all going to answer it. We're all going to answer each one. So Emery's Gaming says, uh, if you pick... Who is this one for? This was for you, Marcus. Okay, so I have to go first. Okay. If you can pick one memory from your family that you think about all the time and love, what is it? Oh, fuck. So there's two. I okay. have to give two. Okay. Um, fuck. I have a few. Two. Okay. Um, no crying. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> so when I was a little kid, like my kid's age. Okay. There's a reservoir near us. And my grandma used to rent a house on the water every year for a week. Okay. My uncles would go. My mom would go. 
everybody would bring their boats. Now, I was a little kid. Yeah. I don't know. if I, I think I was five or six. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, I was a little kid. Like, Nick wasn't even a sperm at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I was a little kid. And I'll never forget, I woke up in the morning, and it was the first night we woke up in the, the house we rented for vacation. Yeah. And my grandma and my mom always had a tradition. When you go on vacation, you get a new toy for vacation. Okay. So you're not always asking to go to, like, if there's a store you go to to ask for something. So, like, I've yeah, adapted- like you, you go, you have the new thing, and you enjoy that for the week or whatever. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I'll never fucking forget. I got a Leonardo Ninja Turtle. Oh, nice. No shit. And I, I woke up, and my grandma got me it. Yeah. And I will never forget that day in my life. Of course, I don't have the toy. I probably fucking broke it. Right. Because I was an animal. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad the apple didn't fall far. <laughs> your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's like childhood memory. Yeah. Adult memory. Honestly, it was last year. Two years ago. I can't remember. We were. It was just myself, Carrie and the kids. We were in Cape Cod. and. We rented this dope ass house and it was just us. And we were just sitting outside on the patio. The kids were playing with this. Like, have you ever seen like the life size connect four? Yes. Yes. All right. The giant dinner plate connects. Right. Yeah. And my wife and I were just sitting on this beautiful patio furniture. In that moment, it was just like, it was just myself and my family. Like I'm sounding selfish when I say it, but like it was just me and my family. There was no phone calls. There was no work. There was yep. no bullshit. Those moments was, are rare. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They really like, are. Like it was just us sitting there and I'll never, ever forget that because like, I don't ever get just that where it's just my four pack. You know that's, what I mean? Like I love cool. my dogs, but like my dogs aren't there. <laughs> it's just the four pack of us. Yeah. And like, I won't ever get that moment again. Like we might be together, but it won't be that moment. And I don't know what it was about that moment, but that moment still to this day makes me feel so good. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Nick, I'm calling you for number two. Oh man. I honestly, I don't, I, I it's tough to pick. I have a, like, I have a few cool moments, you know, like, <sighs> I mean, graduating college would be would be pretty cool as a moment. That okay. was that was weird. Well, because I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I failed out and then had to take classes that weren't going to count towards anything to like make my GPA come up. And then I came back and finally did finish. So yeah. like act like being able to like finish the 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 redemption arc if this was like a story. Was I pretty think cool. I think I told we talked about you graduating college and I said the word of the year was perseverance. Yeah, because Nick failed and persevered and just fucking put his nose to the ground and hard, got it done. hard work pays off. Yeah. yeah. No so I think, I think that it was weird, like because I'd gone through like so much self-doubt in that process that even when I was actually graduating, walking, getting the, the degree and stuff, I was like, yeah, but I don't have the degree in my hand yet because they just give you like an envelope and then they mail it to you for sure. real. Because they like they're still grading tests and stuff at the ceremony, but like, so it's like it was weird because you're going through like self. I don't know. I didn't believe it almost. So like, 
it, that graduation moment started the process of me like being able to accept that I did it. You know, right. I, I got the redemption. Yeah, you got it. I, you can move forward. Right. And I got, and then I thought, you know, you get the thing in the mail. It's like, okay, <laughs> I can't, no one can take this away from yeah, me. Yeah, here I, we go. <laughs> I hit the life checkpoint, you know? So, so that was pretty awesome. I think, I think if I'm picking one moment, that's probably a good one because I don't know of like a, a, I mean, I have lots of like, I'm, I'm thankful enough to have like a, a few, a lot. That's not true. I mean, I got a few sports moments. Like, I'll never forget. I went to the AFC Championship game for the Patriots. Uh, I think it was in on the road to their 2004 Super Bowl or 2003 Super Bowl. The one they played the Panthers, so Carolina. So I think it was the 2004 Super Bowl. I'm eight years old. My dad got tickets somehow through some connection. Whatever. And it's like we're sitting in the third row, and I'm eight. So like I'm so little that like it, I have to stand on the seat to see in mm-hmm. like the the field. And I'm in, I mean, I think I've told the story before, but like it's freezing. This is January. <laughs> it's, it's AFC Championship game, and my dad's like, "All right, well, I can't not bring my son, but like I have to prep him because it's like so cold that it's you know late January snowing." Yeah. So I'm wearing like regular socks, wool socks, snow boots, <laughs> like sweatpants. You like, look like <laughs> the kid from uh, from uh, Christmas story. Exactly. <laughs> I've got like four layers on, like in everything. I think I had like four hot chocolates during the course of the game or something. <laughs> I'm like can barely move, and that, yeah, and it was awesome. We, yeah, it, it, that was an incredible memory. I remember seeing Brady like throw a touchdown pass right in front of us. It was cra- in the snow. It was awesome. They beat the Colts. Fuck Peyton Manning. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Iron Worker? I forgot the question. What was the question again? Oh, sorry. So <laughs> if you can pick one memory from your family. That you you think about all the time and love. What is it? Okay, well, I I come from a long lineage of serious golfers. Okay, and I growing up, I wanted to play basketball because I was at the time short, white, and couldn't jump, so it was a natural fit. <laughs> <laughs> but now my my dad would have dumped every dollar he had into me playing golf, and yeah. my kid just started picking up the golf club earlier this year. Like seriously, like she, I'd take her to the driving range before, but she got into it this year and my dad took her golfing yesterday and he goes, Tim, well, I'm, I'm Tim. Okay. Hey Tim. (laughs) Yeah. He says, your kid has the exact same swing you did when you were younger. He, she says she is aggressive and she is violent and she hits the ball a long way. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, huh? I mean, I just, I don't, I don't just like, I passed that on to her naturally. I, I don't know. I just something cool about that. That is wicked cool. <laughs> I get you. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I made, that was like a, a, a proud dad moment, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. You get to like, see that sense of pride in like yeah. in your kid. I get it. Um, so Emery's also asked for this one's for me. Uh, what is your craziest paintball memory? And this, I don't think Emery realizes this is applicable to Marcus too. So I still play paintball, but uh, I have two that I can think of at the top of my head. Well, one I wasn't really, I wasn't playing, but it was a crazy memory that I like. I think back on. So like paintball is, you know, like other sports, you can do crazy stuff like in short periods of time. It's really hard to do that. So my freshman year at UConn, we were in the national championship tournament. We're in the semifinals against Temple. 
And now Temple is in our conference, meaning we played them in two other tournaments already. We already played them four times or three, uh, a couple times already. Wait, it was this we were cl- co- collegiate paintball. Yeah. Oh, yep. I I didn't know that was a thing. To be honest yes. with you. Okay. Yeah, actually, my that's cool. My, mark, <laughs> my college paintball marker is on the wall behind me. I don't know if you can kind of see it, but I retired it officially this year. But um, it's uh, yeah. So we're playing in the semifinals against Temple and we were friends with Temple and we were like sharing strategies and stuff and helping each other through the tournament. And then we realized we make Sunday, which is the, the playoff portion of the tournament. And we're both like, oh crap, we're going to end up pay- playing each other. So we can't, we're not talking to each other now, but we play Temple in the semifinals. There's at the time, the matches were two 10 minute halves, which is a lot of paintball, but um, first half ends at the tie. Second half is going along and we're down by three points. So it's, I think the score is like, I don't know, five to two or something like that. Long story short, there's two minutes left of a 20 minute match, which is, you know, right at the end. And we end up scoring three points in two and a, and a minute and a half to tie. No, we were down yeah. by two. Sorry. So we scored, we took the lead with the last two minutes to go. And it was crazy. The announcers were going crazy. <laughs> the fans were going crazy. We were going crazy. We ended up winning the match and we go to the finals and get absolutely blown out. But still. <laughs> yeah, I think the score of the finals was like 14 to three or something. Crazy. But um, but yeah, it was so going through that was awesome. And then recently in a tournament, I had a four. So it's five V five is the, the standard um, paintball point. But it I had a four pack and I did it all in a run through. So like meaning I ran by and shot four people in a tournament which is Ooh, pretty cool that's cool and, and then hit the buzzer yeah that was awesome that was like the last ops i did that against uh, a local team apex that we always like are kind of rivaled with so uh, yeah i bunkered one guy turned my gun the other guy who was looking the other way shot at the next guy in the back and just ran down the field and i shot somebody in the corner and then somebody was at the home and i picked the correct side to run by them and <laughs> shot them in the back and i hit the buzzer bang, with like 10 seconds left it was awesome <laughs> um that sounds cool it was very, that, that was like cool. a very selfish moment. <laughs> I yeah. like it though. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm kind of excited just hearing you talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Hell so yeah. for me, I was coming off. So the first time, first time I ever played um, tournament paintball. Yep. For the first season, we went winless. Was that NEXL? Yes. Yeah. And the last event, nobody from the team but five people showed up. Oh boy. You need seven to really run a team, but we fucking did it. We were exhausted and we just ran it with five people. People like other teams felt like, holy fuck, they're going for it. They were helping us pod. They were yeah. doing everything that next season. We came back and we took second at one of the events. And that has to be one of the best moments ever because like you come back from being winless and to put a squad together and you come back and take second. Like there was no chance we were going to win it because the team was just too good. Right? Who'd you play? Do you remember? Preferred mob. Oh yeah, no, they went. Yeah. But like, doesn't matter. Yeah. The point was coming out of perseverance. Yeah. You come back and you just grind and you get a W. Anyways. You probably played against Calvin actually. Oh, I did probably. So Ironworker, we're going to put this into your world. What's your craziest golf memory? Yes. Okay, I I shot a 67 Damn. after not shooting sub 90 all year. And it was in the Building Trades Golf Tournament. 
Wow. Yeah, it's because you yeah. had to flaunt it. You got to be like, you got to show these other fucking workers what's uh, up. Iron, yeah, I mean, it was it was carpenters, laborers, electricians, pipe fitters, plumb, like, I mean, every trade in the area was there. And I was one of four iron worker representatives. And Damn. the other three were playing from the senior tees. So I was the only one in my division. Playing now, that's a 60s. 67. Oh, sorry, I was- 67 with no handicap no handicap Damn. Five, five under <laughs> and That's it was on crazy. it was on a course that i hate of i mean course. I, I i i'm six four i hit the ball a long way not always straight though yeah and the course we're playing on is like 18 holes of like ball placement like you gotta oh. hit the ball like 210 yards in this spot if you hit it 215 you're going in the crick and I, Yikes. I, I had the round of my life, and and brought the brought the title home for the Iron Workers. It was cool. All right, hell yeah. <laughs> um, Emerus asks for the guest for you for you Iron Worker. Ooh, uh, what was your earliest video game memory? Oh boy, this is gonna date me. Uh, Go for it. Well, you Pac- already did with Pac Man. Uh, I remember Pac- playing right. Pac Man. On the Atari 2600. (laughs) Damn. Yep. And that was probably 86, maybe? 85, 86? That was two or three? (laughs) What about you, Nick? Earliest, I mean, I was just thinking about it. It's got to be either one of the games that my dad was playing on the computer when, like, that was in the closet of the guest bedroom. When he was taking computer science classes for like, or a class, I think, over the summer, or like the video game, the arcade in the movie theater in West Springfield. So I remember going to the movies and being like, oh, let's hit the arcade. Like, we go early to go to the arcade. And it was like that cat, that Star Wars cabinet with the joystick in the yeah. seat. Um, I'm sure there's earlier memories, but mine is also the arcade. For Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles, it wasn't Turtles in time, but it was like a stand-up arcade. And that like I that like defined my childhood. Yeah. Like it's not my earliest video game memory, but that defined right. my childhood. Did you, you like did you ever remember the Dragon's Lair arcade game? That was before my time. It was like in like a like the dome-shaped glass, and it was like 50 cents when every other arcade game was a quarter. Yeah. And like you couldn't you, get on it because there was a line for it. <laughs> yeah, they, they played that in Stranger Things. Oh, they did? Yeah. It's a dope game. Like you <laughs> should play it. If you can find it or find like like a emulator or a handheld. But anyway, um all right, I'll move on while you're looking at that. Okay. Uh Quinn Quinn asks eight bit or sixteen bit music. I honestly am not familiar enough with the difference. Is Pokemon eight or sixteen? 16. That's what I thought. Uh, I'm going to Google some 8-bit music. So I'll say um, I love 8-bit like uh, Metroid. Is that 8-bit? You know, yeah, I, that's apparently. 8-bit. Yeah. I didn't realize I place the speakers, but well, I, got, okay. yeah. I have good hearing. Yeah, <laughs> I do not. I can hear footsteps. <laughs> All 
I don't know. It probably depends on the track, right? Well, sure. But like, I feel like all I know is 16 bits. So I'm going to go with 16 bit. All right. What about you, Ironworker? I have to think like 8 bits, very nostalgic for me. Yeah. Like I think of like, like MIDI tracks. It's probably 8 bit for the most part, right? I think so. I mean, like uh, for me, 8 bits too old for me to have like have the nostalgia for it. Which I don't mean to call you guys fossils, but well, anyway, I, I, I get it. I get it. All right. <laughs> okay. With that. So like, okay so with like that. if I'm looking back at the time machine, like 16 bit music is like the old, like I'm trying to think like Pokemon yellow and red and blue are like, the that, that's like your childhood memories for that's yeah. 8-bit. Yeah. Oh, is that 8-bit? Yes. Oh, okay. Then 8-bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then I then like 16 bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, uh, like I like the opposite. <laughs> The last one from Quinn. What natural wonder would you love to visit someday? Ooh. I got mine. I could go first. All right. So uh, Lake Como in Italy. It's beautiful. Is that a natural wonder? Yeah. I mean, it's a, what do you want me to pick a pyramid? Well, that's a natural wonder. Yeah. Like a place. I don't know if I, I don't know if that would be a natural wonder. I mean, it's natural. I know, but well, whatever you pick, what you pick. Like, like I'm trying to think. the The end of Casino Royale is at Lake Como. No, no, no. I understand that. I'm just saying that. Like yes, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful, but that's not a natural wonder. That was man built. Well, the lake isn't, but yeah, I like the architecture around it is. Okay, yeah. fair. Um, I don't know. Circle back. I'll keep thinking. Okay. What about you, Iron Worker? Does it have to be like a registered national wonder? No, I just natural. I, I, I'd like to go. I'd like to go see Yosemite. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to go hang out in Yosemite for a couple of days and hike around. And yeah, that that would be really cool to see all the different wildlife and stuff. Yeah. Personally, I don't want to stay too long there because I feel like with my luck, the vol- the the volcano that's underneath there will explode <laughs> the world would end while I'm there. Um, and I'd feel like I did it. So I have two. Okay. Uh, first would be the top of Mount Everest. Oh, that's cool. Good, good pick. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the second would be the Colosseum in Rome. Okay, that's cool. But no, but the, is that a, that's not a natural not, wonder. Yeah, you you no, I, I shit about, I shit about so Everest, <laughs> and then I would say the pyramids. I, well, I have, it's not natural either. But I get what you're saying. Well, I no, no, that is like yeah. I have a viewer. I have a viewer that lives in Rome. Works in a hotel uh-huh. a quarter mile from the Coliseum. Wow. Offered me deep discount rooms. Whoa. What are you waiting for? <laughs> pack up the wife. Right. Pack up the kids. <laughs> us in Italy. Iron workers assemble. <laughs> yeah, right? Yep. Um, yeah. Party. I think my iron worker party is 16. We're, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think my edited answer would probably be um, the Aurora Borealis. The crazy lights and northern lights. That'd be cool. That'd be rad too, to see that actually happen. Like it's one thing to see in a picture, but to see the look up and see it, I'd imagine is way different. Like because even you can see a picture of the night sky, but if you go outside, just like stare at it for like you, thirty you seconds, you just probably get a glimpse of it, like up where you're at, right? No, no you got to go north, like further north. Where we live, there's too many too many lights. You do okay. you got to go up to like Vermont, yeah, I mean, like, Borealis or New Hampshire. You can like, see it that. F- I, th- I don't even think that's far enough. Wait, yeah, you we're, can. We're, um, when you're standing on like Killington or something. You can see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Like, yeah, you can see the green. You can't see it like that. Yeah. But like, 
You can't like you can you see can the see, green shimmer. Yes. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm basically a couple miles off the shore of Lake Erie. So you can see there's okay. something like happening to the north, but like you don't get the yeah. full effect of it. Got it. Yeah, I've never seen anything close to it. So, um, all right. So Ironworker, uh, let everybody know where they can find you. Um, Ironworker Gaming on YouTube, Ironworker 814 on Twitter, and Ironworker 814. My Ironworker 814, Ironworker Gaming on Twitch. 814. 814. All right. I haven't been there in a while. (laughs) Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show. This has been great. Hey, thank you guys. This was awesome. Really, really appreciate you guys having me on. And yeah, we'll have to get on some, get in some gaming time one of these days, huh? Absolutely. What are you guys talking about in here? Find out next episode of Working Working Class Class Nerds. Nerds.